Welcome back, everybody. Let's take a break for Stephen. Stephen shares. So what's in your background, by the way? What's the army need? Are you in a comic shop? I am in my comic shop. If you can see, there's the Doom Patrol in the background. Uh, I am at Everyone Comics and Books in Long Island City, Queens. And uh, yeah, hanging out today. So if you're in town uh, two weeks ago, uh, I'm here. Got it. Got it. All right, cool, cool. Uh, It's in Queens. Uh, You know what? Send me the address. Maybe they'll they'll pop in there. Long Island City, it's very quick. All right. Very easy. So what do we got? What do we got today, Alex? Yep, jumping back onto some of the She-Hulk uh, bandwagon and then some interesting oddball stuff. Um, we're going to talk a little leapfrog. Funny enough, I actually read the oddball. Ah! The store might be closed, but you forgot about the guard frog. Yeah! The hell is a guard frog? I think it's his name. My name is Leapfrog. I'm just acting like I'm the guard frog in this particular instance. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to talk Mrs. Meow. We're going to talk Betty Page Comics, Queen of the Nile. Uh, Indiana Jones. And Planet Comics. Yeah, just an eclectic mix today. I have to get past Leapfrog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Miss Miss Meow, we're not going to be able to discuss all the variants because some of the stuff were, were pledges and they're just not really for sale. So we're right. going to pick out a couple of the uh, bigger issues, but it's an interesting Kickstarter campaign that the books are really selling for a lot of money right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Alex. So what are we starting with? Let's talk a little Leapfrog. Yeah, so um, obviously on the She-Hulk, uh, again, uh, Brandon Sp- Staley, um, the uh, Eugene is the leapfrog from the TV show. Mm-hmm. So we're, there's a 1967 version. There's a 1980 version. The 1980 version is the one that's on the show, but people are still sometimes people don't differentiate. So the 67 one is still bumping up a little bit. But talk a little bit yeah. about the leapfrog is kind of like a funny storyline with Daredevil. Yeah. So leapfrog is essentially a guy who got a found a suit and essentially just became a villain the original one was actually in was harder to catch in 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 the beginning but now he's just essentially a joke and he does become a a hero in the marvel universe um you know kind of sideways hero like he's a bad guy he's a thief and then he starts helping people out but he's he's a he's just a comedic character all the way around got it got it okay so Daredevil number 25, which is the Vincent uh, Patilio mm-hmm. uh, leapfrog, um, is from February of 1967. Daredevil 25, there's only two 9.8s, 22 9.6s, 43 9.4s, and then it goes down from there. And a 9.0 recently sold for $330. I would not look at this one, even though that one's increasing. That's not the leapfrog that's on the TV show. Right. The one that's on the TV show is Eugene, right? That's Marvel team up number 121. From September of 82. Uh, that was a popular title back in the 80s. Yeah. Um, there are 40 9.8s, there are 16 9.6s, and there are five 9.4s. Um, those books have doubled since the show aired. Uh, nine eights yes. are about 550, 9.6s are about $200. Uh, Human Torch, Speed Demon Appearance are in the book. First appearance of the Frogman, which is same thing as uh, Leapfrog. Right. Uh, Barry Allen and Iron, Iris uh, West cover. Uh, 
uh, J.M. DeMattis story uh, with a uh, Mike Esposito art with an Ed Hannigan cover. So the book to buy is Marvel Team Up 121. You could probably find these in VF, VF plus conditions if you go into back issue boxes at the shows, I think. Yep. Yep. If they haven't been picked already. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what do we got next, Alex? We are going to talk about something a little weird. Miss Meow. Yeah. This is Meow. Yeah, it was, a, it was a Kickstarter campaign. Talk about this Kickstarter campaign. They got some really good artists to do these covers. Yeah, they got, you know, Jamie Tindall. There's, there's a bunch of yeah. people doing these covers. A bunch of people, Ali Garza, uh, Ryan Kincaid, mm-hmm. people that if you go to a lot of cons, they're, they're at a lot of cons and they're very popular and they, they do a lot of work. Um, and mm-hmm. Kickstarter with these books, with books nowadays are are getting, you know, Jimmy Palmiani, Amanda Connor with their pop, uh, pop one is garnering. And, you know, a lot of Matt Kent books are now Kickstarter. So these things are, these things are not going away. And especially if they're Kickstarter exclusives, if you don't get in on it, you it's all secondary market. There is no leftovers at a shop. There's no, uh, uh the, the, the people, the company's going to have them at a convention. They're printed specifically for the Kickstarter. Um, and this is like, yes. and, and this is a funny book because it's like, it's like mercenaries and thievery. So it, it's, it's an interesting storyline, but I think what you're seeing here is all the, the artists and the fans of those artists are flocking to these books. Got it. Got it. So we're not going to go through all the versions because there's so many different versions at the pledge levels. Um, the ones that we're really going to talk about are the more expensive books right now uh, that I wanted to talk about in particular are the Carla Cohn books. Carla Cohn is an incredible uh, lifelike artist. Uh, she, when she paints, there's such a real, there's a realism to the, her characters um, and, and her fan base is very, very rabid. Um, yeah. So so the two in particular that are selling for crazy money is there's a Carla Cohn 1 in 50 variant cover D. There's only three 9.8s, but those are about $50 raw now. And then there's the Carla Cohn 1 in 100 var- virgin variant foil cover E. There's only six 9.8s. One just sold for 550 and those are about $100 raw. But this, this title, I agree with you, seems to be taking off. But it, yes, it may be artist specific into... Hey, I like Ali Garza, or I like Dawn McTeague, right. or Ryan I like Ryan Kincaid, or Jamie yeah. Tindall, right? Like they got some really, really good artists to do to do some of the work on this book. So again, on the Miss Meow books, I look at I look for the Carla Cohn books, but certainly some of the other higher pledge books that you had to spend a hundred plus dollars on. I mean, if you could find those books, I would I would pick them up. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I okay, sooner cool. than later. Sooner than later. Yeah. All right. Cool. Alex's pick of the week. What do you got for us today, Alex? Uh, I'm going to skip New York Comic Con stuff today to talk about VHSs. They're they're starting to grade them now. They're starting to grade them. And this is a promo VHS that was for the Aladdin video game. So if you get that, I got it at a yard sale for not a lot of money. Um, It's worth about 30 bucks. I paid. uh, That's it. A quarter of it. I think it's only people don't know that they exist. So if you're VHS grader and collector, these things were only sent out to a certain amount of like, like super fans for Capcom. And it was like, it was gameplay. It was someone talking about it. You know, it's a promo VHS. So uh, mostly I would assume people didn't keep these. They just chucked them in the trash or got rid of them or, you know, threw them with the rest of it. Cause it's only, it's a 15 minute VHS. Like that's a lot, that's a lot of space for something small. Um, I just think they're very cool. I think they're very rare, and I don't think the the gaming industry 
knows too much about them yet. And I don't think the VHS collectors definitely don't know anything about them. So very good. This one's, again, this one's that is Disney, cool. Disney, Capcom, Super Nintendo. We got you got every, you're hitting all cylinders here. Got it. Got it. All right, cool. All right, cool. What do we got next, Alex? Jumping into Beatty Page comics. Yeah, we talked a little bit about yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, Olivia last week, and and her stuff is uh, moving. Yes, very big. Uh, or we've talked about her a couple of weeks ago. So talk a yeah. little bit. Is it is it just Olivia? Or what's going on here? Well, you're getting especially these Queens of the Niles. I mean, everybody. There's Betty Page fans. There's people that buy Betty Page stuff, and those people will pretty much. There's not a lot of it, so it's easy to complete your collection. Um, and these are Dave Stevens covers. These are Dave Stevens is a huge influence. You talk to any comic artists uh, these days and they'll say, oh, I love Dave Stevens, a rocketeer, big, you know, Dave Stevens didn't put out a lot of stuff. He's not like a Jack Kirby or even people from that era. Like he, he didn't do that much stuff. And then all of a sudden he passed away very young. So you don't have a big breadth of work for Dave Stevens as you would for, you know, anybody else of that time. Um, Bob Layton. I mean, Bob Layton, it has so much stuff comparatively and you know uh rocketeer became a movie disney bought the rights did a rocketeer movie huge the main one, the main female character is based off betty page and this is him drawing betty page comics I and mean, you can't you can't get any better than this right yeah these these books are flying out yeah so betty page i was shocked betty page queen of the nile number one dark horse comics december of 1999 uh 28 9.8 it's about a 425 dollar book now uh, issue number two came out in February of 2000. There's 28 9.8s of that one too. That one's a $200 book now. Uh, number three uh, came out in April of 2000. There's only 19 9.8s and that's almost $500 now. Oh, geez. So you, I think you could find these books at shows. Like I, I, I yeah. don't know that people have caught on yet to these books. Um, so this is definitely a, a bargain there. All right, what do we got next, Alex? Indiana Jones. You can't beat right. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yep. Right. There's not much that we need to say on, on Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, there's a new film coming out, obviously. Um, we've talked about all the nostalgia plays from the 1980s. I think just this fits right into that. Um, you're going to see Harrison Ford one last time, right? Um, so I think just this just this just fits into the nostalgia play. They did print a lot of copies of this book, though. They did print a lot of copies. But I, I think the price is very cheap for what, what you're what Very you cheap. Yeah, right. no, knowing that there's another movie coming out, there's going to be renewed interest. All the nostalgia eighty stuff we've seen it on all the other books yeah. that we talk about yeah. all the time. Yeah, the further Ad adventures of Indiana Jones number one, January of nineteen eighty three. John Byrne story, Terry Austin cover, uh, two hundred sixty two nine point eight. It's only a hundred and fifty dollar book, Alex. It's not it's expensive. Not, it's not expensive. That, not that's expensive, I though. think that's an easy pickup and, and hold because two hundred sixty two nine point eight for a forty year old comic is. It's not that much. No, the printing. No. By was the way, at least a hundred thousand copies, I think. Oh yeah, that, that was a that yeah. was a big 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 book. Yeah, yeah. All right, now we're closing with Dave Stevens again. So we're maybe back, there is a pattern here, Stevens. Alex. I, I think so. All right, what uh, what and Bruce Jones, by the way. So uh, okay, so uh, talk about. So go ahead, talk about the next book. Planet Comics. Yeah, we're gonna. You know, it, it, another thing that this is this was a. A continuation from the Golden Age Planet comics. You know, Dark Horse got the rights, uh, or Black Dawn got the rights to um, start new stories. Planet Comics was like a space age comic book, pulpy book. Um, 
And uh, again, this is this is uh, Dave Stevens. Again, the, the the amount of covers he did in interiors is not a much. And we could talk about like the Johnny Quest comics, which aren't really worth anything except for the two Dave Stevens covers. Um, and this is just another one. And early Bruce Jones as well. Yeah, Bruce Jones, right? I, I was shocked yeah. when I saw that. Yeah. So, Alex, you're going to be shocked by this. Planet Comics number one, April of 1988 from Blackthorn. There are 55 9.8s. The last one sold for $750. Jeez, that's crazy. These are low print. It's crazy, runs right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you could find these books. You know, these books, when I saw, again, Indiana Jones, you know, like mentally it rings a bell, you know, with the yeah. cover, you see the yeah. cover, like, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I don't mentally remember Planet Comics from 1988. Right. Like, I don't remember seeing them. I don't remember stocking them on the shelves. I don't remember buying them in the stores or them. And maybe that's part of the charm of it, but yeah, you hard can't to find, find the book, Alex. That publisher, that publisher is known for the 3D comics, not not for the Planet Comics and stuff. And again, early right. Dave Stevens, you know, Rocketeer wasn't huge at that time, and it wasn't been bought by Disney and and so forth and so on. So yeah, very hard yeah. to find stuff. Yeah, I hear you. All right, well, thank you again for joining us on another episode. We loved having you. If you have any questions or comments. You can leave them in the field below and we will see everybody next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Thanks guys.